0: Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. Up at the start, we are billions of beautiful hearts, and you sold us down the river too far. What about?
1: Puddin. I'm red. And I'm pudding. And tonight we have um our usual call in, my buddy Biff my Biffle, Chris. Say hi, Chris. Hi, ladies. Hello, Chris. Um first I wanna start off with uh Danielle,
2: how was your day? Uh, it was pretty good. Not nothing too crazy. Kind of relaxing um, the kids were in school finally and it was a nice day <laughs> how was your day I you know I had I had I had I had a uh, been going
1: through a little bit a little bit at home you know um but I, I had a rather decent day today um compared to you know I was sick earlier in the week and that was no fun but um today I feel pretty good um I've been recently chatting with, um, somebody I met online who is, um, I'm calling her my princess and she's, she's listening tonight. So I really hope she heard that. Um, I'm calling her my princess and she's, she's great guys. Guys, you know, you know how, how bad I am about Disney. My, 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 my whole Disney. She's like right there with me. She's like right there with me. You guys like right there with me. She's awesome. So I just kind of wanted to give a little shout out to her. And, um, Chris, how was your day? Because I know that you had an interesting, interesting chat today.
3: <laughs> I, I've had a, I've had a good day. I, I I can't
1: really complain today. I I I advised Chris to fart next to the to fart with two <laughs> girls on the bus.
3: What? Oh, that,
0: that,
1: not,
3: was a cla- okay. that was a classic event in my life. <laughs> um. So I get on the bu- I get on the bus today, and there's every seat is open, and I get on and I sat on the bench, cause I had my dinner, I had everything, I was like I put everything down in front of me. Three stops later, a girl gets on, every seat's open, she sits right next to me. Two stops later, another girl gets on, she sits on the other side of me. Again, every seat on the bus is open.
0: <laughs> well,
3: maybe they just wanted to be close to you. Uh, th- that's what I was thinking, and I was like, uh, I was, I was like, I feel bad for you, ladies. I've been just busting my ass in the kitchen all day, so I must smell like t- chilies.
1: So. And my advice to him was to fart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was like, <laughs> you should fart, Chris. You should. Fart. He's yep. just like, why is he attractive? <laughs> like, just fart. <laughs>
3: <laughs> would been the best. That would have been a great move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you see why I wanted to know how everyone's day was, right? Because I had, I, I had to tell everybody about this. This is the kind of advice I give, to, I, I give to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he doesn't listen.
0: <laughs> but,
1: but I <laughs> wait. Did you fart? Tell me you farted. Tell me you farted in my honor, Chris. Tell me you just, like, weighed one good smelly fart in my honor. You didn't, did you? I could, tell you that. I could
3: tell you that, but I'd be lying. I didn't even think about Dad, it at the time. Like, I didn't even think about it until they got up and left. And then I looked around and was like, these girls sat right next to me, and every seat was open. What the hell is going on? I was like... I was so baffled. I was so baffled at what was going on. I was like, I can't deal with this right now.
1: <laughs> okay, and, I'm, and you know what? I'm really glad that you didn't that that you didn't just tell me what I wanted to hear, just because I wanted to hear it, because that's really close to something that we are that, that we are going to be talking about tonight on the show. Um, tonight we have the question. One of the questions that we dropped down that we dropped in group was um. What do you what do our significant others do that make us that turn us away, you know, turn us off, um, stop us from 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 feeling affection for them? Um, we got we got some really good answers and I'm, I'm loving the answers that we got. Uh, I'm so happy with them. Um, I'm going to I'm going to pass right by the first one, because that was kind of a bitter against their ex comment. Um <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about, like. Yeah. Okay, um. I see so, it. So, <laughs> <laughs> lack of communication—it's a big problem in relationships these days. Yes, it is. Um, put in—that's actually your answer and one of the answers. Yes, um, lack of communication. If you're not—if you're not voicing how you feel, um, what's bothering you, things that, it, things that upset you or or that you that not just that upset. you like if if you're if your' um other cooked you a dinner, be sure to let them know that you enjoyed that dinner um be sure to let them know you enjoy you, you enjoy that that they cooked it for you even if you didn't enjoy the dinner you know what I mean be like well, thank you for the effort babe um right if you not just that kind of communication, but like, okay, so dealing with children um say. You had plans for yourself. Your spouse goes and makes plans for something on the same day. You got to communicate because if you don't, then you're just going past. If you're not telling, if you're not telling the person who matters most to you in the world what matters to you, how can you honestly say that they matter the most to you? You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, it's like Okay, give me an example of, of what you mean by this, uh, you, you, the lack of commu- communication.
2: Well, like you said, one of the things, like the um make plans, like if we plan something, if I plan something for the kids or whatever, and then he goes and plans something and I say something or if I forget to say something or he forgets that I told him and, then he makes his plans and then it's a big conflict because we got to figure out what we're actually going to do and just the lack of communication beforehand causes problems it, it causes that i can
1: imagine that it causes extra stress that you said a relationship does oh, not definitely. need especially especially where you have multiple children and yes that that in itself that in itself can, can be stressful, especially considering um, you have children from different relationships as well. so I can imagine that adding the stress of non communication on top of the stress of non communication from the, um, the the step the stepfathers or or mothers i I can imagine that all together. That stress level is already high without having the not communicating between each other's stress level.
2: Oh yes, definitely.
1: Definitely. I mean, I'm sure. Especially when things
2: happen, there's been many times where I didn't know if kids were going to be coming or going until the very last minute, and I'm like, I wish I would know this ahead of time. A little heads up would be nice. Really nice. Yeah. (laughs)
1: I know many times you have told me that, you know, your your um your ex the uh, your has has you know flunked out on the kids oh, yes. and not picked them up on times. And I'm sure that, that I'm sure that the communication barrier there is already stressful enough without say, you know, Brian didn't tell you, oh yeah, by the way, I have the kids an extra day this week and and now boom, all of a sudden you have your kids, the the communication barrier definitely messes that up. Um, One thing I can say to advise on that, guys, if you love them, let them know. You know what I mean? If if you love them, let them know. Let them know what you're feeling. Let them know what's going on. Try to keep on top of that because if you don't keep on top of that, it's it's impossible for you to, to I'm not going to say a stress-free environment because there is no relationship out there that's stress-free. If your relationship is stress-free, not it's a relationship. Right. It's hate and it, and something is going wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> um because there's stress. Whenever you love somebody as much as you're them, there's you, you stress. You get you stressed, you know what I mean. All right. So getting on to um getting on to another one. Um not getting the attention that you um, that you should as a spouse or a significant other. This is another one of yours. Um, So true. Sometimes, you know, we don't want we don't want constant attention. Nobody. If somebody wants constant attention, they're needy as fuck, and and that's they need a they they need a psychiatrist. But um, <laughs> <laughs> excuse my French. But no, really.
2: No, but we right. do want to be
1: noticed. We want to be noticed. We, you know. Chris, even you, as a, as a man, as a man, you want attention, right? You, I mean, you want you want to be known. You want it to be known that you know you exist by your spouse, don't you? Absolutely.
2: I mean, you don't have to be clingy and things. Just like, you know, a few times a day or something, go up and do a do a random hug or just something to give them some kind of attention.
1: Maybe a kiss on the cheek. Maybe a, oh wow, hun, your hair looks great like that, you know. Or um, wow, the, the, the house looks great, babe. Or 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 your husband or or your man or you know, say to him, take time to say to him, say, wow, I appreciate what you do. How was work, hun? Wow, you look tired. Let me uh, let me rub your shoulders, you know. Um, things like that. The attention, the att- it's attention is something that we we all crave. We all crave it, whether whether we like to admit it or not, we all crave a little attention. And um yeah, I can definitely see where not attention from from your hubby can, can cause stress levels. Not stress but maybe depression too. Um it it can push you away, make you feel as though as though you're not wanted, um, make you feel like make you feel like you're not of value to them almost, you know? Exactly. Um, our next answer was um not honest or I, um, any relationship that has dishonesty in it is not a good barrier it, if you are experiencing dishonesty or um distrust or, or like not just dishonesty but distrust if you don't trust your spouse or, or significant other or or they or, if you don't trust them and they're being dishonest, your relationship is not going to work out. I hate to say it like this and sound like such a cold hearted bitch by saying this, but listen: if you don't trust just else, you're never going to trust them. Chances are that it's going to always be in the back of your mind that that they're not that they're doing something fishy. So you have to, if they if they messed up in the past with, or or um, they were loyal. You have to fully forgive them, because if you cannot fully forgive them, then, then it's done. Your relationship is over. Um, listen, we all make mistakes as humans. We do. Let, let's be honest. We all make mistakes as humans. It's human to make mistakes. Whether, whether you look at it from the, from, the eyes of, uh, from the eyes of religion or you look at it through the eyes of science, we learn through mistakes okay? It is natural for us to, to to make mistakes to fuck up. That's our that's our right as a human being to fuck up. You know what I mean? Um, but it's if you can forgive them. So, when you go on the not honest and disloyal, remember, if you messed up, and you're going to decide to stay there, you have to give them. Forget, you have to forget their, their, their past fuck up, and you have to give them you have to forget it and you have to start on a new day on a new page because if you don't then there's no sense in trying and do I make sense with that? I mean I don't want to sound really cold-hearted to that answer but I'm just going to be as truthful as I can it I, I if you don't trust them I mean believe me I went through eight years of of wondering in the back of my mind if if he was doing something wrong or 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 or, or why he was doing it to me it eats away at you it's not it's not healthy guys so let's be honest if you feel as though you can't trust your significant other it's time it's time to leave them or forgive them either way um do any of you other do any of you you or chris have a, an input on that and I feel like I covered it right yeah i
2: you covered it chris i covered it mother covered fried.
1: all right um and we have another one which is from Put and pudding you got some input this week huh um yeah <laughs> that's because our, let's cause let's be honest um i of us three. Danielle is actually in a relationship. She understands the the ups and downs of the relationship. I'm not going to say that this is stuff that she feels. I'm saying that you know she understands the, the qualms that happen because she's currently facing relationship status. I said that without offending your husband, right? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> That's a good dance, Yeah, you know I'm over here doing the, doing the happy dance, right? Happy dance. Okay. <laughs> not feeling wanted by them. Yes. If you feel as though know your your spouse or a significant other doesn't want you, it's not a good feeling. It's not. I know that feeling. It's not like it, you sit there and you wonder why you're not good enough. You wonder what you did wrong, what you could do to 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 make them want you. It it. it Listen, telling them they're beautiful is great.
2: You yes, we them. want to hear.
1: You have to show them. You have to. You have to show them, and and listen. You don't have to buy. You don't have to buy them roses, and you don't have to. You don't have to go out and buy jewelry to show them that. Um, you don't have small to buy anything
2: things. to make them feel.
1: You know. You, you know what I always action. found. All right, this might be this might this might be my Disney my my Disney fetish in me, but um when you look her in the eye and you tuck her hair behind the ear and you say, you're just so damn beautiful. And like you kiss her like that moment. Like, ah, melting. And that moment could last for a month.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like something is really small. Like that or, or, or just something so small, you know, and that be, you know, that be the Disney princess in me and all, but like I, Little moments like that—that that, most—it's um, very important to let you to let your significant other know that they're wanted there, that their time there is is worthy. Um, that you know, and I'm not saying be be one of them fuck, one of the couples that are like open displays of affection and like you know, oh baby you're the best, oh honey I love you. No, I'm not. I'm not telling anyone that they have to. Do. I'm just saying yeah. little, little subtle remarks and comments and, and, and actions to let someone know that, that they're wanted. Um, noticing, noticing little bitty-bitty things about them always, yeah. always helps, which actually will rolls into the comment that I, that I gave, um, which is not paying mind to the little things. Sure, gifts and things are great, But but I enjoy small gestures like morning coffee with a kiss on the head. When cooking, if they put their arms around you and and say, oh, this smells delicious with a kiss on the neck. um, A compliment about a new hair color. You know, simple things matter the most. Um, At the end of the day, stuff is just stuff. You know, when when I lay my head down at night, I'll remember the little moments of sweetness. Like, I'm going to remember that kiss on the cheek. When I'm cooking and 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 my significant you know, other going, wow, it smells delicious, baby. I'm, I'm gonna remember the, the you know my little princess thing with the hair tucked by the ear yeah. and and, and yeah. those little moments exactly. they matter.
2: They do. They really do.
1: How about you, Chris? Do you have little moments that matter in your heart? I know you do. You have them. I want to hear a guy's perspective on it. Um, that's your your cue
3: yeah I know Uh, you know this topic is so fresh in I mean it's not even fresh but it's just it's still in my mind you know from my previous relationship so it's like you know living through all these things is like especially looking at this post I go through it and I'm like did I do that or how did my significant other, like you know, reliving those moments. I'm I'm trying to like piece it together, but but yeah, I mean it, it's it's like Red said, it's not the big gestures that I remember. It's the little things that I remember about my exes, and it's like that, Those are those are the things that I hold on to. It's not the big like gifts that I got it it's like I mean, what I miss is coming home every day and having somebody to cook dinner for or have somebody to you know talk to late at night you know it's those little things that matter the
1: most exactly That's how I feel i feel like sometimes you know we we don't we don't pay mind enough to those little things and we don't we don't realize that these small little things are there's a saying little moments are big our small little moments are big memories later you know what I mean um so we might not know that these little moments that are happening right now will mean anything but then later on we look back and we're like uh, like you just said you look back and you're like wow those moments those are the things I remember. I don't remember what my ex-husband bought me for my for for our uh, for like my 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 first birthday. That well, no, I remember what he bought me for my first birthday that we were together. Never mind. But I don't remember little things that he <laughs> bought me like that. <laughs> well, um, that's that's for another show, guys. Anyways, um, I don't I don't remember I, <laughs> I don't remember that that things like that. But I do remember, um. He used to tell me, um, you know, when we first got together, he used to tell me, I love you infinity and beyond. That is something that stuck in my head. Like that, that, you know, when he would look at me and, and he still had that the, the couple thing and he would tell me that he loved the infinity and beyond, which, by the way, is a quote from a Disney movie. So it mattered. You know what I mean? Like that. You see things like that. You paid attention. One, he paid attention to the fact that I'm a Disney fanatic. He quoted Disney, and he said something sweet. That he it was a it was a rep- repeated thing. He would say it often. That moment, those little moments, they matter. I'm I remember that, but I don't remember. I I don't remember. Well, I do remember that he bought Musiel's jewelry. However, I couldn't tell you what what birth what anniversary it was for or birthday it was for or anything like that but i can tell you okay. that the first time he ever told me he loved me he quoted a disney movie. you get him saying those little moments they matter so just stop for a moment and think and be like you know these little moments a bunch of little moments you know because those are what what matter in life um Here's one that before the show we were, we were discussing, and we were actually, um, all, of, all three of us agreed that this, this was an awesome reply. Um, continuously declining in compliments, turning down advances and credit when it's due, and always hoping, uh, hopping on your back when you mess up, never telling you that you look nice, treating you like an employee of, instead of an equal. Your partners both mean as much to each other, or so it should be that way. Um, when you don't, I, I, how somebody can? All right, listen. I know every relationship works its own way, but when you treat somebody like you're lesser than you, it's not, it's not ever gonna work in a good manner yes there's um, I, you know there's dom sub roles like i'm 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 not new to that you know we all know i'm not new to that but even in the dom sub life the dom always lets the sub know that they th- th- that they are appreciated that what they what that their submission is is greatly appreciated you get what i'm saying there's always that aftercare even e- even when even when it's a, a poly relationship and and they see other people or, or, you know, there's a triad, they let their significant other know that they mean something to them, um, that they're, you can't just find all the flaws in somebody, but not the good. You get what I'm saying? Like you have, yeah. to, you have to be there. If you're going to say, oh, well, you did this wrong, you have to be there saying, you did that right when they do something right. You can't just say, oh, it's it's, oh." constantly nag, nag, nag. Um, If you are constantly nagging and picking what's wrong with somebody, they're going to go into such a deep depression. They're going to stop loving themselves. If If you do that, why would you want to love somebody who doesn't love themselves? How are they open to love you if you if they don't love themselves. It's not possible. You can't do that. So, remember to compliment them. If you're going to if if you're going to say, "Oh, well, dinner was a little salty." Be sure that when dinner is on point, you let her know, you let that her or him, and none who does the cooking, you let them know that dinner was on point that night. Say, "Oh, you know, exactly. babe, dinner was delicious." You know, don't constantly nag 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 or or expect that your significant other is just gonna do 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 for you in hopes that you appreciate it, but you don't show that appreciation because eventually they're just gonna walk away from that you're gonna throw out your welcome it like yep. love is forever, but you gotta be you gotta love them forever for that love to last forever you know exactly. What I mean? Chris, I'm sure that you understand that. So, um, you know, as you said, you had your past relationship, which which went rocky. Um, did you face this in your relationship? Well,
3: as I was reading that quote and reading that comment and listening to you, um, you know, explain that comment, I was thinking, you know, when we're when you're in when you're dating. You don't see every every day. Like, you don't see the everyday little things. Like, you get little snippets of the person you're with. And then once you make that move to moving in together or being, you know, being together full time, I think a lot of times we lose that, like, a, ability to filter things. Like, we, we hold on to everything that we see rather than filtering out, oh, that's the nice thing. You know, you see so much of everything else that it all gets lumped together.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. No, 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 no. It totally makes sense. You're right. You are right. Um, What happens is you don't notice someone's flaws until you spend a lot of time with them. Um, last week I said this to our caller. Um, love is true love when you they're uglies. Remember? Um,
2: yes,
1: yes. yes. You know, anyone can love the good stuff about you, but when you can look at somebody after they've they, after they've farted disgustingly and burped all nastily and still look at them and be like, "I love you," that's real love. So yeah you don't notice someone's flaws until until you're around them constantly and and i'll tell you what like um my ex-husband well, noticed and- all my flaws after we were together a while but we lived together long but we lived together before we got married so like i think after re- repeat repeating 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 the same flaws the same flaws yeah eventually it starts becoming you know wife on your back but or a husband on your neck um it's notice noticed flaws to notice the good because that's when you start falling in love that's when you start falling out of love if you don't if you don't keep up with that what were you gonna say oh uh,
3: i was gonna say but it's all it's not it's not like loving somebody's flaws it's noticing somebody's flaws that that irk you and being able to accept those and not not imposing like if somebody keeps doing something that you don't know, like uh yeah you say hey can you you know can you can we try to work on this or work something out but if you really love that person you'll work around whatever flaw they have that irks you 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 won't harp on it all the time you'll you might say something every now and then but you'll still go back to oh that's you know i still love the way they do this rather than focus on well i hate the way they do that
1: yeah focus on somebody's flaws more than you more than anything exactly you're right you're right when you when you focus on someone's flaws more than anything then what's going to happen is it, it, they're going to think that you see nothing good in them i mean i've been through it i've been through feeling like i had a loveless marriage because like um my ex-husband would always point out what i did wrong what i did wrong but it was very few and far between like that he would say, oh, wow, you did a great job on this. Or he'd show me those, the, uh, he'd say, you know, I would know I cooked dinner properly if he said, if he didn't say, oh, babe, n- not so much salt next time. You know what I mean? If there was a bad comment, that's how I knew that I, that dinner was done right. That's, that's not the way to go about it guys. And, oh, no. you know, uh, I really hope I really hope that my my ex husband doesn't listen to the show because he's gonna be like, wow, she's dogging me hardcore. But I'm not dogging him. I'm and I'm not dogging him. I, I'm pointing out the flaw. Got, I'm pointing out his flaw. What do you know? <laughs>
3: I got a perfect I got a perfect example of that from my ex. So my ex told me one time she she worked on week, she worked on weekends and I didn't. So she told me, you know, it would be nice to come home to a home-cooked meal. And I was like, yeah, I'm off. I don't care. I'll cook. I spent the whole day making a whole meal from scratch. I make it. I have everything all set. She gets home and she goes, I don't want that. I'm like, you oh, asked you no. what you wanted me to Burr. make. You said, make whatever. I I made a full, like, three-quarters. I made mashed potatoes from scratch. I made chicken from, like, seasoned from scratch, up, baked it, did all that, did all that work. And then she's like, yeah, just wrap it up. I'll eat it tomorrow for lunch.
0: Oh, I was like, no. <laughs>
3: You know, and then, you know, I was like, I'm doing something good. And then the rest of the time, it was like, well, you never cooked for me. And I'm like, well, the one time I cooked for you, you didn't want what I cooked. So if you don't tell me what, it, you know, it just started a whole right down the, you know, it just started a whole other argument. So it would, it would, you know, if, if and if she cooked me something, I would just eat it. Like if it wasn't what I, if it wasn't what I wanted, I was like, I don't care. It's
1: food. I'll eat it. So, you know, women, I'm, I'm, I'm not defending her, but women pay a lot of attention to much more attention to detail than, than, than guys do. And it's not, it, 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 it it's not, it's not not me defending her, but like, um, you, as far as the guy goes, you're just like, yeah somebody cooked me dinner. this is what's up. I'm gonna grub. up um i I was very picky about him, but I never asked him to do something like that, like I would never like because I know that I with that I would never say, "Oh, I want you to cook me a meal because I was very picky, so she set you it feels like she set you up failure on that, and like that's what's the worst. Is she's like cook me a meal and then she said, "No, I don't want that." That's horrible. That's
0: that I'm cool. sorry
1: you dealt with that. That is so horrible. Like who does that? Who says, "Cook me a meal and then don't want the meal they're cooked." Listen, beggars can't be choosers. Like you wanted him to cook you a meal after you got home from work, which bravo, Chris, that you actually went through all that and you did that for her. And you know, it's a shame that she didn't that she didn't see how awesome of a guy you were for doing such
2: how how anyone say cook me a meal I would have told
0: her to starve decline it.
2: Have any, I would have said fine you can starve. You how many starving children and people there are in this world and you're taking this for granted starve. You just sounded like such a mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know starving people there
1: are in Africa. <laughs> That's something I would say.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. And when I my kids to like starving yes, <laughs> Eat it or starve, I mean, you
1: totally, totally went there. You are like, you know, how many starving kids. Are. <laughs> that's so great. I love that. I love that. Like, I'm gonna. That's gonna be my postcard. You know how many starving kids there are. <laughs> oh. Oh, you just mommied her. You just mommied her and you don't even know her. I love it. You say exactly. that Chris? We got your back. We got your back. You we go. mommied her. Last week, last week I chewed, I chewed someone out for you too. And I, I don't even remember what I chewed somebody out for. And I did too. I was like, roar, 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 Speaking of Chris, this is one of Chris's comments. Um, showing no interest in activities performing in or constantly mocking things I'm interested in. I get it. We don't like the same stuff. But it's not cool to make me feel like an ass because I like certain things. So true. So true. Listen, I, I, I totally get you. Um I hate when people don't support the others. I have a I have a severe Disney fetish and I love the walking dead. My ex-husband would make me feel like I I watched The Walking Dead because um, just because Norman Reedus, which yes, that's why I started watching the show originally. But I loved the show, and he would make snide remarks about it all the time. Um, or Disney, he would tell me, "Grow up, um, Disney isn't real. Grow up," and stuff like that. Um, I want to read this part Chris before I ask you about this because I, I felt like this was very. I feel so stupid now I feel so stupid now looking back at the warning signs that were uh, that things weren't right. The biggest sign was the lack of support for things I did. Well I was asked to attend every stupid thing her friends were involved in and I did attend that crap because I I I did attend that crap, not because I liked it, but because it was important to her. But anything I thought was important I had to by myself or watch alone. Chris don't feel stupid for that. Listen don't feel stupid for that, because in the end, you were a good boyfriend. You were a great boyfriend, and you did, what, you did your part for the relationship. And I don't want to hear you say you feel stupid, stupid for it, because none of us see those signs. I spent eight years in a relationship not seeing no signs. And you're not stupid. we are in love, hon. Love is, love is blind to those things. So I don't want to hear you call yourself stupid over that, okay? All right. Now, let's hear you shine, shine a little light on your uh, comment here, Chris, now that I've lectured you about calling yourself stupid.
3: Well, uh, I was just uh, – there, there's one on the, the – the, the main thing that sticks out to me is like you. I, I watch Once Upon a Time that I've done uh, – ever since the show first started, I was like – when they first said, we're going to do a real-life show about fairy tales, I was in. So I watched mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. until whenever, and I always had to watch. Like I always wanted to watch it fresh. I always wanted to watch it. So every Sunday, I would make sure I was on the couch at nine o'clock to watch the show. So she would always, you know, if we were out or something and we we're doing something, I would be like, "Hey, let's try to get home by nine o'clock. I want to watch Once Upon a Time," and she would go absolutely. She, why do you want to watch that stupid show? It's stupid. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, just sit down and watch an episode with me. No, I don't wanna I don't wanna get involved. I don't know understand what's going on.
1: I'm like, Oh my god.
0: Just you don't I was understand. Like,
1: the do it. You've never watched a Disney show? sorry, sorry, I'm I'm biased. Okay, keep going. I'm so, so biased about people who don't understand it. <laughs> that was it that was like
3: one thing. And then like another thing I I was thinking about. I didn't post it but I was thinking about it while you were just talking is like, if my friends had a problem, like one of my friends had a problem with her, her kid. She had no one to watch her kid. So she called, so she called me up and said, Hey, can you watch my kids for the afternoon? And this has been a friend of mine since I was in sixth grade. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch your kid. I'll come down and watch your kids. I don't care. My ex, my ex fiance, why are you going to watch Blake's kid? You don't owe anything to her, blah, 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 blah. All right? When her friend, when my ex's friend was in trouble, she had her, her car was getting worked on. She Her friend needed a ride to work. She lived literally like 10 miles from my job. I, I called her friend and said, hey, I'll bring you to work tomorrow and come pick you up because you're so close to my work. It, I did stuff for her friends that I wasn't even friends with. I just said, I'll do it because, um, you know, I wanted to. Because you're a and good that person. wasn't a problem. But when I wanted to do stuff for my friends, it was a huge issue.
1: To me, it sounded like, it sounds a lot like she was very into herself and not into others. Um, we all know me. I'm like, I'm like, like touchy-feely about everyone's feelings i'm i'm so into how other people feel i'm in tune with that i want to make sure that i make other people around me happy um it it, is i'm an empath and that's 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 cool i ride on other people's feelings i like i like knowing that i made somebody smile that's that's awesome but when you have somebody who is not who's like that that's it's really hard to handle them and chris i'm 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 sorry but like you are a very patient man to deal with that I, I can't I, I can't see how you can't support somebody you say you love them and you don't support you don't support okay you don't have to like what they like I mean you should you should try to find um, a relationship based on things that you know based with somebody who you know you have a lot of similarities and in, in similar likes but no one is going to like everything you like, and that's good. That's fine. We, that, we're human. We, we, we don't have to be like everyone. We're, we're, we're not drones, you know. But for her to expect that you accept all that she likes, but she doesn't accept all that you like, that's, that's horrible. One, you don't, have to like, you don't have to like what your spouse does you doesn't, you, you, or your significant other. You don't have to like what they like. Um, I don't like sports. I'm not that big into sports. But, listen, my biffle needed somebody to help him on his show, and I called in and, and I helped him on the show with the sports, and that's just my biffle. All right? You care about somebody, you give fucks about what they give fucks about, whether you like it or not. Um, you don't have to don't like know what
2: they much, like. Right. I don't know much about sports or football or anything like that, but I'll watch a game with Brian. Like, I have no clue what's going on, but I'll watch it with him. Because it's his team and he I, loves the team, and I'm like, I'll support your team. I'll
1: find the silver lining in it. I'll find the silver lining in it. Like I'm like, I'll watch the football game and be like, oh my God, look, he just passed his ass. Straight. I'll find the <laughs> silver lining in it. <laughs> I have to like it. But find silver lining in it. Um, I'm not saying okay, every time he watches the football game be up in that. No, you don't have to be like that. But okay, he likes sports. Invite his friends over to come watch the game at your house. Um, you don't like the game? You don't want to watch it? Fine. But you like cooking? All right. So you can cook some outdoor, ad- or a hors while they watch the game. You can make game time snacks and hang out with the girls while they're in the other room watching the game. That's great. That is a wonderful way to incorporate two to a a couple that doesn't, like, if she don't like sports and he does, now what you've done is you brought other guys into it. They're in there. He's loving you because you put together this this pizzazz of footballiness, and you're in the kitchen with the other ladies talking about what they think. They think you're in there talking smack on them, but you're really in there talking like we're talking right now. You know what I mean? Like, so – why not do something like that? Like like I said, you don't have to be into what they're into.
2: <laughs> right, you don't have... Not everything, but, like, make little compromises and stuff helps, too. Yeah. Totally. And, like, I mean, and, like, the TV totally. shows you were talking about, Once Upon a Time. I love that show, but... um there's been many times, like, Brian would be watching something and I have no clue what it is or it doesn't look like I would like it, and but I would sit down and give it a try just because it was something that he liked. I would like, okay, I'll give it a try. Yeah. I mean,
3: you don't have to like everything, but you just don't have to ridicule everything. that Like, if there's something that somebody really likes, ridiculing it isn't going to help anything or being or forcing them to not be like oh you can't like that that that's not that's not what a relationship is a relationship is oh you like that well i don't so i'll go do something else while you do that or i'll enjoy it with you just while and i'll and i'll just suffer through it like that that's what happens Did we lose red?
2: I uh, I don't know.
3: I believe we did. <laughs> she but went um
2: pilot on us.
3: I think so. Um so I've got the thing up here, so let's move on to the next question if I can get my computer to work. That might might help.
0: All right.
3: Oh. Here we go. we're we're sticking we're sticking with my stuff here. This is this is always fun. All
0: right. Yep, you're next.
3: I got another one here. Um Actually, it was one that I wasn't expecting, but um one of the things I I said was always expecting everything to be some grand scheme. Um and what I mean by that is like um when I when I was in a relationship with my ex fiance, we worked different shifts. We worked different schedules. Like I worked during the day and she worked pretty much like at night. She worked pretty much mornings. So she was she was like going to bed when I was getting home. So we had different schedules and but when we didn't have a schedule, she always, we, we always had to be doing something. We always had to be going out to a bar and hanging out, like, doing karaoke, bowling, like, always doing something. Ne- we never had that, like, and anytime she would be like, what do you want to do tonight? We both have off, and I would be like, I kind of just want to sit on the couch and be with you and not have to deal with anyone else. She'd be like, I don't want to do that. That's boring.
2: I went through that with my ex.
3: You know, you need you need that time. You need that time together. Like when you're date when you're and you think about it like when when I think when I think back on it, when you're when you're dating, you have those moments. You don't go out all the time. You have those moments where you go out and it's just a table for you know, you meet just a table for two in uh, in the back of the restaurant where it's just you and your other conversing and getting to know each other. Like, just because you live together doesn't mean you know everything about each other. Right. You need that.
2: Oh, definitely. You need that time
3: to just relax and just be together, like play card game together or something. Like when when my ex and I were really good, we used to do that. If we had if we had time, we would. Get we'd go to the liquor store get get a bo- get a bottle of Fireball get a couple beers and
2: ugh, we'd Fireball and play- dude Fireball oh.
3: Ugh. oh yeah that that was our no, I, that was our thing beer and Fireball
2: ooh Fireball is ooh 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 no no <laughs> I don't like hot cinnamon so I can't do it. I've tried to do Fireball oh. and that's a no go for me yeah. But, no, I I get that. Like, there was times um, where, like, my ex, he would want to go to the bar. I'm not really a bar person, so I'm like, can't we just get a few drinks, you know, go home, play some cards? If you want to, have, you know, a couple friends come over, and we can play euchre and drink, and we don't have to be at a bar. We could sit here, and it'd be a lot more – I felt – I'm like – I would rather stay at home and do this than go to a bar or anything like that. And we always would right. fight about that. And it would end up with us fighting and I telling him to get out and go to the bar and I would stay at home and end up passing out saying, fuck it.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, all right. So let's, I I think we're both on the same page there. I mean, and I think that's important. Like I said, I think it's. Uh, I think the theme of this is it's important to remember when you're with somebody. It's important to remember the courting process. Like yes. the courting process doesn't end. It doesn't end when you get married. It doesn't end when you move in together. It, con- it, it It's continuous. You have to continue to do those things. You can't just. You can't just well, stop doing. Well, they get
2: comfortable. Things. That's what they. They get people get comfortable and then they just feel like they don't have to do it anymore cuz they they already have you so like they're you know what i mean like they're comfortable and they don't feel they need to do those extra little things and
3: right and i think that's the important thing that we need to get out of this this episode here is that never stop never stop the court never stop the courtship right um so red red was actually the next quote um so i'm gonna i'm gonna skip hers until she comes back so she can have them too if she ever
2: why don't we take a real quick break
3: yeah and try to get uh, her back
2: yeah we'll take a real quick break
3: sounds good
0: All right guys, sorry
3: about that. We're having some technical difficulties. Um,
2: we are back. We're trying though. to get, <laughs> well, some of, <laughs> some of us are back.
3: Some of us are back. We're trying to figure it out as we go here. That's what happens. But um
2: we need to pull along the lines back of in. What
3: we, We're trying to get her back. We're we're trying here. I got to get I got to get in the studio to be able to do that. All right, Um, but we'll we'll continue on a little bit here because when we left, we were talking about getting in the comfort zone, and one of the comments on it was – I'm just going to read it straight. It was, allowing yourselves to get into the comfort zone, in quotes, and letting life stress take away what you once felt for them or how you looked at them. Allowing yourselves to become robotic in routines, Not keeping things fresh and taking a moment to enjoy and remember what you love about that person. I totally, totally love that, that response.
2: Oh, so do I. So do I.
3: And it's kind of what we were talking about before, like going to the bars and everything. But it goes to the extra effort. Af- extra explanation of you know going to the same places and doing the same things over and over and over again. It gets exhausting. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm all for going to the bar, but you know, we don't have to go to the same bar every time. We can go to, you know
2: change it up a little
3: bit. In the town in the town we lived in, there were like five different bars right around us. And every time you know she wanted to go to the one bar every time because she knew everybody that was there and it was like all right we see Same all these with people my all I want to go I want to go to different places like where I'm only focused on you and I don't care about anybody else like if we run into somebody that's awesome if we don't you know it's just me and you like that's what that's what going out is about it's not about going out and seeing everybody else but I think that's so important to a relationship is doing different things together.
2: Right. Because once they get in that comfort zone, I mean, it's like they give no effort to anything anymore. Really. They, they feel just,
1: like they feel like they're not going anywhere. a significant other will always come back. Kind of like I just did. Right, guys? Hey, you're back. I'm back. Sorry, my Wi-Fi cut out. Unfortunately, we're experiencing a lot. Of, we're experiencing some a storm here. Like there's downpour rain happening here, so my Wi-Fi cut out on me. <laughs> but I got it figured out.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah. Basically, the we're we're at that point of the um the comfort zone, aren't we? We're at Mr. P's comment, aren't we?
2: Yes, we are. We are. We were going yes. to let you do yours when yeah, we got Yeah, skip yours. Oh, you saved
1: mine for me. That's great. Okay, well, I, I loved Miss T's comment, and I I want to shine on this because it's true. Um, so often we get to the comfort zone and we forget. We forget that you know we 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 assume they're always going to be there. So saying you know little things that mattered in the beginning, um, we forget to keep doing it. Um listen, we need that comfort. We need it. You know what I mean? Um but when you're comfortable, it doesn't mean the person isn't gonna go anywhere. It's I know it seems trivial to constantly let them know that you they're wanted there. Um or mix it up, change it up. Add some add some pizzazz to it. When you start thinking this person ain't gonna go anywhere then you're going to lose them because yes. we, all want, we all want somebody to chase us. Even if you already have them, chase them. Because remember, if you're not willing to make your, your, a significant other smile or joke or play, there's another person behind you that will gladly do so. So if you think that they don't have other options, they don't have anywhere else to go, or they don't have, they don't have something else out there that, that, that could fill that void, you're wrong. There is over 6 billion, no, 7 billion, trillion, there's a bunch of people on earth, all right? There's somebody out there that will take your significant other for all they are worth and enjoy every moment of it. So if you don't show your significant other Every day, no matter how long you've been together, that you love them, that they're worthy, that they're worthy of you, then 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 they're gonna look for that somewhere else. It, it's what drives people. It's what drives people apart. Yes, routine is nice, but when you constant when it's constant repeat replay, you don't sh- uh, listen. I don't want to come home every day and see your You seat up on the up on the ottoman and you with your you know the Al Bundy look, and you not even being like, you know, hey Peg, get me a beer. That's you know that's way beyond the comfort zone. You ain't a shoe salesman. She ain't she ain't a redhead crazy bitch that fucking <laughs> doesn't cook. All right, you guys love each other. Don't be afraid to show that, and and don't be afraid to get spontaneous about it. There's nothing wrong with spontaneous, you know? Do the
2: stuff you did at the beginning, and keep doing it. And if the stuff that you do do at the beginning is, like, keep doing the thing, you know, what what it took to get that person, keep doing it, (laughs) even years later. Like, there's something that Brian used to do when we first got together that I wish he would still do. But you know we've been together for like three years, so you know over time. But he used to take me and push me up against the wall, and put his hand around my neck and like choke me and kiss me. And oh my fucking gosh, it was it was I loved it. But (laughs) after we got to that comfort zone, sorry guys. Oh, you're good. When we got to that comfort zone, you know you said
3: you said choke and look what it did to Red.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look what it I know. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, the comfort zone. So you're right, Danielle. That that that's something like all right, I it's not even just like actions and stuff. It's things you say, things you do. Um moments that I'm sorry, I have a tear in my eye. <laughs> um moments that Moments that mattered, like um, the, the reason we fell in love with that person, all right? You know, um, I want to, for the rest of my life, hear, like the I love you, infinity, beyond thing. I want to, for the rest of my life, hear that and see, and see in your eyes that you love me, infinity, and beyond. That's the best feeling on earth. So don't forget why you fell in love with that person and don't forget why they fell in love with you. Because if it becomes routine, um, make it a good routine. Don't make it. Um, don't make it that. Oh, um, she's not going nowhere, so I can just. I can keep making the same mistakes, and she's just gonna keep forgiving me. This isn't an Ed Sheridan song. This isn't. This is real life, and and I, And you can make mistakes, and she can forgive you. But there's only so many times that you can make that same mistake, and her keep forgiving you. You know what I mean? She will eventually, or he, will eventually walk away if it keeps happening, you know? Right. It's, it, 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 it's not fair to your significant other. Just like it's not fair to you. You don't want to, you, you know, you don't want to every day to just look at your spouse and be like, eh, well, there she is again. There he is again. You know what I mean? You want to look at your spouse and say, wow, I'm lucky I have this. You know what I mean? And you can't feel lucky you have that if you're not given a reason to feel lucky for it. You know what I mean? Right. All right. We're
2: shining, we're shining on mine. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs>
0: yes, and don't um, forget
2: we have the other question to try and get to also. Oh, we do. Well, okay, so we're just going to do Um, – let's get yours, so then we'll – we're gonna
1: do this one. we're gonna do this one because it was something that um, I said earlier, and when we're, we're, we're gonna skip past my first one, and we're gonna do this one because this is something that Chris said earlier, and I was like it's gonna pertain to our co- topic. When they tell you what you want to hear, even if it's a lie, not good because yeah, I may be upset about whatever it, it was, but just telling me what I want to hear, I'll find out that that's what you did, and then it makes it double dis- it makes me double displeased. Danielle, you replied to this. Oh my God, this heart, heart, heart. I don't want to hear what you think uh, will make me happy. Spill the whole thing out. Don't sugarcoat it. Later finding out just makes it bad business. Truth. There's nothing yes. more degrading than use just deer honey. Uh, Yes, dear. Yes, dear. That's yes, dearing me. And I don't want to be yes, dear. I want you. I want you to tell me the truth. I want it to be. Don't tell me what I want to hear. Like, don't. if I I say that, I hate it with a passion. I don't, I. I do not want to hear yes, dear, just because it made me happy. You know, we might we might piff about what what doesn't make me happy at that moment. But don't you think it's gonna be triple threat match, like 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 triple threat match. You know, chairs are gonna go fl- n- not really, but like you know, verbally Cheers go flying, ladders in the ring, like you know, you get thrown
2: like, on the table.
1: It's it's on, like people's elbow. <laughs> yeah. Chris is sitting there <laughs> like, oh, they just quoted wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you just got a little excited about that, Kristen, and you was like fuzzy inside. But no, really, like it, it turns into a like celebrity death match if you freaking do that. Like, come on. Oh yes. Yeah. Just tell me the truth, flat out, right there and then, even if it's something I didn't want to hear, because it will turn into a monstrous fight later on if you don't. All right, now, yes. did you pull up the second question yet, Danielle? No, or I is didn't. this? <laughs> Yay! girl. <laughs> Oh, I, what? You had the other one. Doesn't No, show support. I know that I had the other one, but the support, but we did the support thing because, you know, that Chris had the support thing, too. So I feel like we covered that. I mean, unless you want me to. Ten. Well, that's, if it's your comment, you decide. I talk enough on the show without having to explain some more. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Let, like, let's be honest. This show is like, Nikki Talks. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's our second question that we had for the group. Um, what is the importance of quality time with the spouse and what are things we can do to spend time with them? Remember guys, your answers uh oh, well, I don't gotta read that because your answers are about to be on live radio. Live action. Mm-hmm. For those of you who laughed at me because you probably know <laughs> Because they all love right, right now <laughs> live action, all right, um, you know, I'm never gonna live it down, people's elbow, buddy, all right, um, <laughs> communication with each other, and watching movies, making love um, yes, you, you know, making love is a good is a good pastime, I like that, I like making love. I like making well passionate monkey sex. It's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said that. I said that. What? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, making love too. But he said making love. Aww, people make love still. That's so great. I mean, people still call it that too. That's wonderful. Um, I I I I like fucking, but I mean, you know, hey, to each their own. <laughs> Sometimes number two um, making love is nice, yeah, yeah, I guess it um, if you have that special making love bond i mean I, I i do I don't mind a slow grind, I don't mind that, and, but I get what he's saying, you know, spending that time that 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 quality right. baby making time, you know, even if you're not making a baby and you fix you know that baby making grind, oh yeah, um, no more
0: talk. baby babies
1: well, you know I have one i'm'm not, I'm not gonna say you know I, I, I keep saying like I kept saying I don't want anymore, I don't want anymore. but like lately I've been thinking about I've been thinking about life and and you know um things like that, and you know, I'm not gonna count it out if 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 it happens, it happens, you know, yeah, um however, I get it, I so get it, you know, that passion between two people when they're naked in a bed. I get it. I so get it. I mean, isn't that isn't that what Talk30 was founded on? You know, that yeah. passion between two people naked in a bed? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yep, buddy. <laughs> yep. I think we all can agree that that passion between two people naked in a bed is a great way to, for couples to spend time. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, number two, I love this. I think it's highly important if you don't it's very easy to start taking stuff for granted. Cooking together is usually at top of my list, followed by folding laundry or shopping together. You know, two for two. This is the same person who gave our favorite answer last time. Two for two on this. Um, Yes, little everyday things. It's so nice that, you know, cook together, fold laundry together, do shopping together. Yes, not all relationships can can do that. There's some things that you can do like I couldn't go shopping with my ex-husband because we would fight with each other over he had to have name brand food and I was just like, "Yo, let's go with the cheapest, you know." So, I but find things that are everyday life that you can you can do together. Folding yeah. laundry, doing dishes, cooking dinner. It definitely it definitely makes time well spent like um if you enjoy doing your everyday duties with each other it it makes it so much more your life like um you look f- who looks forward to folding laundry and like you listen all right but now would you look forward to folding laundry if it was with your significant other listening to your favorite songs and singing them out loud while being silly
2: that would make it more enjoyable and make it easier to and i wouldn't be like mad as I'm folding everything <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> too many camp clothes and too much of this <laughs> can I make a confession I'm
1: yes I'm queen of rolling the ball it in the draw <laughs> Not gonna lie. I am queen of that and um I'm pretty sure that my nine-year-old will lecture me about it and um <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that might have been the lead leading cause of my divorce. No, I'm kidding. That's really not. <laughs> but like it probably well, was. It probably was a little factor of it because I of you know, not wanting to fold my laundry. I, it was I sitting on my pile. Be, I used,
2: used to, to be, be OCD. No, I used to be OCD about it, like real bad. But now I got into the point where I allow my seven and eight year old, and then my eleven year old stepdaughter, and all them to fold the the kids' clothes and they put the kids' clothes away. Brian's gets thrown in a basket for him to put away, and then mine just gets put on the shelf.
1: Yeah, n- listen,
2: we got eight I kids just... and two adults. Too many, too much laundry. I ain't got time for that no more.
0: Ain't <laughs> nobody time. got time for time that.
2: <laughs> no, kids, <And> you, you <laughs> fold your own, you put it away. I, if, as long <laughs> as it's in the drawer, I don't care how it's folded anymore. Just put it away. <laughs> Ain't
1: nobody got time for that. Red, that's
3: that's why you're my that's why you're my biffle. Because I don't care about my laundry at all.
1: You yeah, listen, I buy in, color safe I buy color safe wash and and I wash my my towels with my blacks and not just like it all will go into yeah. one. one no cup. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. And you get know what? There. If somebody's like, "You're gonna get white fuzzies," I'm like, "Nah, nah." I just throw like seven, seven dryer sheets up in there, and no fuzzies all over my black. I wash stuff mm-hmm. inside out so that I don't get fuzzies on it. Like, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm that girl that like, "Oh shoot, this is a five dollar bill in the laundry" because I didn't clean out my drawers, my, my, my um pockets, <laughs> and like, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm 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 bad about laundry. A pile will build up. Oh, I'd, I'd like. I'm I'm almost, I'm not there, but I'm almost that girl that will buy a cl- buy new underwear before washing. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but I'm almost that girl. I'm not gonna lie. I'm almost that girl. <laughs> I'm looking at a pile I'm looking at a pile of clean laundry sitting on my floor right now, talking about this. Not lying. <laughs> like, man, I forgot I gotta fold that. No, sir, I'm gonna roll that up in a ball. <laughs> But it rolling laundry up in a ball together. That's a great pastime. <laughs> oh, but you can make a game out of it and like open the draw and like roll in the ball and, you know, basketball laundry. See? I just made it way fun. Okay, so maybe maybe that wasn't the best <laughs> explanation. <laughs> But yes, everyday everyday things that you can find to do, mm-hmm. and you can make a routine of it and have fun doing so, like um, like that. Cooking dinner, though. Oh, I I used to love cooking dinner with my ex husband. That's what you know. I, this is a good thing I will say good about him. I loved cooking dinner with him. I loved um I loved when we would taste each, taste each other. It would be the one time that he was very complimentary, and he'd be like, "Oh, baby, cut me my. I love the way you cut that. That's perfect. You know and and that's something that I do. I, I remember completely, like, like I loved cooking with him, not for him, but I loved cooking with him. <laughs> and, and then inviting people over and them eating them eating it and being like, Oh wow, you guys did great. Like, yeah, a couple of the year. What? You know, it, it does, it gives you that good feeling, you know? Um, so let's move on to the next one. Um, do, do,
3: oh, do, I want to cut in. I want to cut yes. in here. I want to get to mine. You want to get what? I don't think we're going to get there because we only have like 10 minutes left.
1: Oh, wow. I was off here that that long. Oh, man. All right. Get yours. Get it, boy. All right. I'm going to do this real quick.
3: Um, Mine was – I'm reading it right here – is – the important step is it, to me it's stepping outside of your comfort zone, and we talk- and the best example I can give of this is when I was courting my ex fiance, we went to a uh like one of those artist parties that they had like where where you paint, you like paint a picture and you know you go to a bar and uh, it's not a bar, but it's like an art thing where they serve beer, and you paint. I'll tell
1: it's
3: you right like now. Barn. I, I'll tell you right now. If it's not a stick figure, I can't draw it. I'm terrible. I have no artistic skills at all. But I went and I did it, and it was, you know, I had I tried to have as much fun with it as I could, and I think that's important. And like she would come to my softball games, like. And even if she wasn't playing, she would just sit there and watch them. Like that's, that's the kind of thing, like that's, that that's the kind of stuff that's important to me more than anything else. Cause you're sacrificing your time to be with them.
1: Yes. 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 Spending time. That's what this is all about. It, it, when you, when you sacrifice your time, and it's not even, I don't like, I don't like saying sacrifice your time, because I feel like it shouldn't be considered a sacrifice. If it's somebody that you love, it's not a sacrifice. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's a compromise, maybe, but not a sacrifice. A sacrifice is, you know, like virgins on, you know, of, um, on, <laughs> that's for another show <laughs> you, you know but like a sacrifice is something that's gonna hurt you in some way or 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 put you at dismay it should not put it should not hurt you in any way to 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 spend that time with with your significant other you know what i mean i want to um i want to snag mine up a bit here before we close down um Time like cuddling up and watching Disney movies, playing footies while you do so. Maybe a walk um, during a snowfall, sipping hot cocoa, and and then warming up by the fire. You don't have to spend big money to get quality time. Do something that both enjoy, or take turns doing what doing what each other enjoy. Um, like one time you watch a sports game, the next time you go to a pottery class. Um, things that put a smile on each other's faces. So like you don't have to expect somebody like. Chris, your situation where she expected you to give to do things with her friends only and then not yours. Don't expect that. Give and take. Do something that he likes. Do something that she likes. Do something that he likes. Do something that she likes. This way, um, the time that you spend together is is equally balanced between the two of you's enjoyment. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, I like doing different things now, um, while the guy I'm seeing or play with, uh, whichever we like doing different things. We've made candles, beef jerky, beef jerky, gone on the bike, um, being that it's few and far in between that I see him, it's all the quality time and the fun and fun stuff for us. Make it fun. Yes, that's another one for Miss T. Um, make it fun. I love that she put that in there because if you're not having fun, you're not gonna wanna do it again. You know what I mean? So yeah, let's make it fun. Um, Making time for each other is the, is super important, whether it's cooking dinner or having a glass of wine together um, at the end of the day, dressing up for each other um, maintaining the feeling the feeling like an adult and staying sexual at the same time takes work in a relationship you can't let those you can't let those things go, so always do things as if it's your first time. I love that. Do things as if as if it's your first time. Keep an open mind about things like that. You know, Miss T joined us on the show one time and she was great to have on and you know her answers always get I'll get my heart, you know what I mean? Always. So we've literally got six minutes left to show. And guess what time it is, guys?
3: Um it's lo- what we learn time.
1: What did we learn today? Yay! Okay, so what did we learn? I learned that you talk about choke. I'm going to choke and the tear is going to get in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that rainstorms are going to cut my Wi-Fi out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I also learned, um, well, we, we learned. This is now we're on we. Um We learned that Small things matter most, Um, whether it's uh, whether it's you're spending time with them or um, stuff that's going to turn your spouse away. You know, the small things matter most. Those little things, you know, moments of, of complete bliss that you don't even realize are those moments until later on. Tell her you love her in a way or him. Tell your significant other you love them in a way that they're going to remember. It doesn't have to be expensive, fancy. It doesn't have to be candlelit dinner. It, doesn't have, it could be simply singing their favorite song with them, folding laundry and playing basketball laundry. Um, take time every day to appreciate and to let your significant other know that you appreciate them because at the end of the day, that's what matters, you know? What did you guys learn? Tell me you learned something.
3: I learned. Guys, uh, you just you, you just gave mine. I did. Oh, it's, see. You learned it's all about the little things.
1: Always, it is. It's truly about the little things. Um, I think we might have lost Danielle.
3: I think so too. I was trying to get in touch with her, but she says she hears us.
1: She hears us, but she's not on us. Um, there's um, yeah. See,
0: not
1: uh, on. well, good thing there's only a couple minutes left, so we can end the show yeah. right here, right now. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys, out there listening about our technical difficulties that we had. You know, my Wi-Fi cutting out, me choking on air. Um, you know, Danielle dropping on us. She ditched us. Guys, she ditched us. Okay. So I'm over that. Um thank you for tuning in, everyone. And be sure to catch us next week. Uh we appreciate all our listeners. Thank you, Chris, for calling in. Thank you, put in. No even if you're not even if you can't talk, we're here with you. You can be oh look, she's like Ariel. She can't talk, but she can hear us. Uh
0: we
3: said <laughs> the show with Ariel and we're gonna end the show with Ariel. How about that? How about all right. Our- there
1: you go. We love you all guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye.
0: Have a good night. And